Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Dr. Dave. Phil, Sophia, thank you so much for coming on the Now Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Um, this is your first time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Glad to yeah, be so here. So am I. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to have you here. You know, I, I just want to say thank you for, you know, I think we worked together for two and a half years, something like that. Yeah. And, um, man, I learned so much from you. You know, I walked uh, away and I'm going like, geez, I'm so much smarter because of Phil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely goes both ways. Thank you. Yeah. And, and just thank you for all the support, you know, and the work that I'm doing for you to show up here and, and give this energy. So thank you so much. Yeah. yeah no problem. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, we trust you to achieve our goals. It's kind of really the big topic. And, and I'll just... Go ahead, go ahead and jump in and just say, you know, can you recall a specific instance in your leadership journey when you fully realized the transformative power of trust? Yeah, I, you know, for me, I don't know if it happened all at once. Um, and I can remember, you know, even starting off, uh, you know, younger and uh, days in sports and, and then later on in business and personal, um, a lot of different learnings, but I guess if I had to say one biggest moment for me was when I actually got into management and, um, you know, I, I, I started to educate myself and I found out, Hey, there's other people out here talking about, uh, this, right. Uh, the speed of trust. Uh, you know, I read that good to great leading from the heart. So, uh, Simon Sinek's video, Sinek's videos, five dysfunctions of a team and on and on and on. Right. But all that kind of stuff, I started immersing myself, uh, in, in that. And, um, it really, it made sense, right. How to me, how the power of trust was essential to good leadership. And then I tried to practice it and just continue to apply it and learn from it. And, and I never stopped learning. Like just, just this past week, uh, my youngest son's getting married in November and we had, you know, the wedding party, my niece and nephew were in there as, uh, you know, ring bearer and flower girl. And they were kind of like, no, they don't have to come for the pictures in the beginning. And, and they can get, we can take their pictures later on. And the, and the family, my side of the family was kind of like, well, don't they want the kids in the pictures and, you know, everything else. And so kind of said to my, we kind of said, Hey, how are we perceiving this behavior? So we communicated, right? We talked to them and said, hey, the families, you know, they were a little concerned. Hey, the kids really wanted to be in the pictures. And and my son and, and his fiance were like, oh, wow, we were just, hey, we just said that because we didn't want them, you know, they're little kids. We didn't want them there that early, right? And yeah. so we that's why we were doing it. But we took their behavior, right? And said, well, why don't they want the kids there, right? And it was our view or our interpretation of their behavior, you know, was what we were going on, but what was their intent, right? Right. And their intent was actually to save them time. So, you know, even something small like that, right. Uh, personal just seems, you know, you start to think about that and communication, right? Yeah, most definitely, you know, and, and sometimes sort of follow up, 
you know, question to that is, you know, how did that transformative, transformative, uh, transformative power of trust, you know, and that experience shape your approach to leadership after that, if there was any? Yeah, well, that one was just like, you know, last week, right? But these are things, <laughs> th these are things that, you know, come up many times, I guess, is what I'm trying to say in personal and and in business, right? Um, and so, you know, there's, there's, I mean, there's other things I could go to, right? Uh, one, you know, I was director of IT at this company and, uh, you know, we did uh, business mapping and we found, you know, a whole bunch of things in there that there were all these approvals that were in there, right? And they were just rubber stamps, really, because the VPs that had to had to, you know, say, "Oh, yeah, okay, go ahead to the next step." They really, they really weren't involved. So how did they even know, right, that it yeah. that it was correct? So they, so we tried to, we tried to, sh well, we did. We showed them, hey, look at how much time it takes you to respond, and this and that, and what do, you, and what do you really know, right? And and so that was another experience that kind of transform you little but so what i'm trying to say i guess is i just transform little and little by all those things right and then in this particular case they were open right sometimes you don't get that openness but they they realized that and there was openness there and we changed the the whole approvals and it, it just sped everything up right because you're not you're not waiting on that yeah so. yeah reduce it reduces that wonderful text yeah um yeah so how do you cultivate the nurture trust within your team? And are there results, practices? Uh, um, I mean, are there ritual practices or policies you found particularly compelling? I, yeah, I really try to lead by my behavior. Um, so I really, I want, I, and I, I like to think I do this naturally, but I'm really concerned for my people's well-being, right? And I, I genuinely have an interest in them. Um, and I want to, so some by my behavior, I want to keep, I want to keep my commitments, right? I want to listen to what they're saying. I want to give people a voice. I want to ask how I can help. Uh, I want to be able to publicize and discuss failures, right? To be able to learn from that. And sometimes you have to work your, you know, you have to work your way to that. And most importantly, need the feedback, uh, the two-way feedback, right, uh, between myself and and, and the team. Uh, so from that, re you know, perspective, right, um, some of the, let's see, a second part, I guess some of the ritual uh, rituals, practices, policies, that kind of thing, um, I like to spend time you know, together other than work. So, you know, try to get to know them personally, everybody else to get to know everybody uh, personally. I, I remember when I first started, you can see the gray hair, right? A long time ago, you know, a little while ago, let's say, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when <laughs> everybody was preaching, hey, work is work, personal is personal. Don't bring your personal into work, right? But you know, it's really counterproductive. You're spending a lot of time with these people, right? It helps with empathy. It helps with, it helps with everything. I, I think so let's get together. Let's spend, let's spend time, you know, together. Um, 
you know, have common goals, make sure we define those common goals, brings people together too. the whole thing about communication and, and retrospectives. If you can have them to, to a feedback, be able to publicize and learn from your, your mistakes. Some of the practices since, since you asked it in there too, that I use, I kind of like uh, Jurgen Apollo's management 3.0. I've kind of leveraged that a lot um, out there. He has something called the, uh, competency matrix. So a lot of times when to start with teams or e even, you know, just to see where you are, what we do is we say, Hey, our team, what's the competency we need in our team? And we just list that vertically right down the left-hand side. And then horizontally across the top, we put the team members. And then in the first column, right to the right of the competency, we say, well, how many, at what level of competency do we need people on the team? you know, level one, level two, expert, level three. And then, you know, you find out a little bit about how you trust each other when you go through this as a team, even, you know, people are actually becoming vulnerable, right? And admitting, oh yeah, well, I don't really know that much about that. Uh, so, you know, you start to work that in, but then for me, competency, you need competency on your team. If you don't have competency, how, how can you even begin to trust right the, the team to do something so it's kind of like my first first step usually with a team uh, and then we prioritize right what do we want to attack if we've got multiple things on there on that matrix that we need to go after what do we want to attack first and then really it's my job as a leader and a manager to help them get there right what kind of training do we need what kind of experiences or experiments do we have to run so that they so that they can they can learn so that's one and there's a couple of others you know that i kind of uh lean on to uh delegation poker helps a team figure out hey what level of management do you do you want involved right or team right is the manager going to delegate completely or is are there going to be you know there's different levels right to complete delegation and it kind of you can kind of use this game to go through that so just a quick example if we need to hire someone is that the manager that's just going to interview and solely decide who's going to be on the team is it the team that's just going to interview and the manager stays out of it and says hey team you do whatever you want right or anything in between right um, so that helps, I think with that. Uh, so there's a number of things out there, not with going into too much detail, people can probably go out there, but it was a good resource to me. Right. Um, uh, so that's, I guess I would say some of the practices that I try to use, uh, and tools that I try to use. Really great tools. So, you know, one of the challenges that we have is like trusting a team is difficult, especially during uncertainties um, or high stakes periods. So share a situation where it was challenging to let go and trust, but you did it anyway. And then talk about what were some of the outcomes after, yeah. you know, allowing yourself to be that vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I noticed because I've now being with, you know, in coaching, uh, I've noticed sometimes that I hide behind saying I'm helping people. <laughs> so I, I say, Oh, I'm, I'm helping. I'm, you know, but by helping, I hide behind that and I'm doing too much. Right. And I'm not letting them do it themselves. So 
I had an aha moment about that. And it's always great to have someone that'll give you, uh, you know, like our relationship, right? We're always giving ourselves, you know, giving each other, uh, you know, really good feedback that you may not recognize yourself. So, but I had this aha moment and I tried to be vigilant about it. And I think the last time was, you know, at, at uh, last company uh, where we were at even. Uh, and I, I think I tried, I was trying to do too much for the team and I, and the teams. And I said, Hey, Phil, you got to step back. You got big room planning. Uh, I do take into consideration, Hey, what's the risk and the impact. Right. Uh, and especially what's the competence to begin with. We talked about that, right. We need, and I, so what could happen really? They're in big room planning. Right. So, so let them go, let them make their, you know, make, make them make their mistakes. But I think I saw the outcome that you're asking for. I think I saw people learn a lot quicker, right? While they were doing it themselves and they made their, and they made their own mistakes. And by them actually, you know, with me, me in there and watching them uh, making mistakes, learning from them, I was learning too. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I had a great outcome with that. Uh, I think in big planning, it might be a little bit different than, you know, just turning s somebody over to, oh yeah, you, you, uh, you run the, the, you know, the, the respirator that's supporting this person. You've never run it before. Yeah. Go ahead and make a mistake. Right. <laughs> not a probably not a great idea, but you know, yeah. uh, but given, you know, right. Again, you want to take that into account, but uh, given, you know, that particular scenario that I was talking about, I think it, it helped, you know, it helped them tremendously. It helped me. Yeah, I could see that. I, I could see that, you know, it's given people an opportunity to to learn, right? Well, and that's what trust, you know, enables within a, a, the team. So, but let's, let's talk about setting up an organization, right? If you're trying to set up an organization, um, how do you gauge a level of trust within your team and, are there any specific indicators or signs that suggest team members feel trusted and empowered? Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel, I feel trust is a soft measure. So it, it is definitely difficult, right? We, um, we have all these things we can measure, right? But I think that is a soft measure. I, I tend, I tend to watch behavior, right? Again, that's soft um, if I'm just doing it right. But then you have others that want measurements on these things, right? So in that case, surveys, I, you know, we've, you know, I've done, I've done with organizations. What I like to do, though, is not, you know, come out and ask like specific questions. Sometimes maybe ask some questions that kind of, that kind of lead you, right, to gauging it. So, um let's say for our teams or our organization, our failures and lessons learned, discussed and publicized. Let's just, just say that for a question, right? And depending on how you answer that, you can see what, what's the level of openness, right? Uh, you know, in the team or in the organization. Uh, is information along the same line? Is information open, and easy to find? Um, you know, uh, is is it easy to give feedback, receive feedback, 
then maybe more specifically right at it. Do you trust your boss? Do you trust your teammates? Right. But these kinds of things, I think if we answer these questions, we can at least, you know, yes, we can, we can get a little bit of a, more of a gauge uh, other than, Hey, yeah, I see this and I see that. Um, and, you know, there are some basic trust indicators, you know, out there, uh, you know, and you can take a look at, some of them and find some of them right in those books that we were talking early on right competency yeah. and character right you know uh, speed of trust right from covey and uh alignment and you know make sure everybody's aligned be supportive be honest you know and all, all those things on and on are very very important so those what, you want to you want to create questions to measure that yeah, that, that's that's perfect because what about um, empirical evidence that you actually have these visual radiators and, and you're fully exposed to the world? How's yeah. that for trust? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's out there. Um, and so, yeah, if you can get an organization like that, and it really has to work all the way up the line too, uh, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, you can't just put your radiator out there if the team believes, right? And then an, an exec comes walking by and, you know, oh, what the heck is that? You know, and, and they're, you know, they've got the sledgehammer out, boom, you know, and hitting people over the head. So, yeah, it's got to work yeah, all the, the way the, up. Yeah, there, there's certainly work to be done in, in that context with working with other leaders and um, maybe even a leader that's above, you know, where you are, right? And, and yeah building the level of trust yeah so you know how do you balance trusting your team and assuring accountability um are there any type of checks and balances or check-ins um that to ensure trust doesn't lead to complacency yeah you can't just yeah you can't just keep on trusting and trusting and things are happening and you don't pay attention to the evidence right so um first though i think when you start out you can't have accountability without clear expectations so true. <laughs> so bam right off the top right yeah uh i feel you've got to have those expectations even if it's hey that's we have our sprints right and in your sprints you're going to do you, you've committed to do these stories okay it's an expectation what's your sprint goal right expectation Big planning, you've got your objectives, right? Uh, OKRs, objective key results. All those things, we get our expectations. And then from there, I think we can do, you know, uh, say, do metrics. What we, and we've both done this, right, at our last uh, organization. Yeah. And, you know, you say, the say, do metrics on those things that I just listed, right? Um, and this is, this is going to go to trust because basically as you operate as a team and you have those say do metrics, you're building that credibility. And, and, and I think that's really important. And I think, you know, performers, high performers, especially want that accountability and to make sure that accountability is fair. And, you know, just as I said before, so we can't be as leaders and managers, we can't be complacent, you know, complacent, um, we can't ignore the evidence. If we see there's an issue over and over and over again, we should be addressing that. And we should be asking the team, hey, how can we help? 
uh, here's the here's the evidence, right? How how can how can I help you? Um, you know, I I think that's you know that's important. Yeah, and, and if you look on the other side of that, that you have a team that's constantly hitting a hundred percent of their commitments, you know, what type of conversation is that? The kind of trust conversation that you have going on there, right? Because you're wow, they're hitting a hundred percent. So yeah. that kind of leads to a sense of complacency, but it, it there may be something underneath there that we aren't fully aware of. And, and maybe that's another conversation for about complacency, yeah. Yeah. How do you yeah. handle that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we were talking about this at the at the last, you know, organization too, right? And yeah. teams were turning in 120%. You yep. know, because because the mindset was there. Oh, if I'm not over what I say, I'm a failure, you know, and I and and you know, so when you see that all the time, maybe you know, you want to you want to question that specifically for OKRs, right? When we talk about objective and key results, because we want to shoot shoot for the stars and maybe we'll hit the moon, right? Um yep. so that's a higher I think it's a hard mindset the way everybody's probably been working, right? their whole lives, even through school, right? And now all of a sudden, you know, the, the, we've got this little mindset shift. So it, you know, it definitely, it definitely is a tough thing. Um, even individually, you know, to, to do that, let's let, I think this might be helpful for our, our listeners. So I'm going to go, it's a little off a tangent, but go for it. <clears throat> So one-on-one, -on -one, right? Managers with their people, you have your one-on-ones. Uh, now, how do they, they, they trust you, right? If I ask them, I do their performance reviews. Some of these companies, they only wanted at six months or even a year. So you're going through a whole year and then you're doing it all at one time, right? So a boss of mine put this in place and I said, oh man, this is a great idea. Basically, the one-to-ones I would have weekly uh, and then but once a month, the one the one would be, hey, what do you feel, you know, went well? Where do you, what were you proud of what you did? What do you feel that you want to imp improve on? And then, you know, what are your action, what actions are you going to take until the next month to, you know, make that happen? And how much trust has to be there for them to be able to say that to you, right? Uh, so you're building the trust with them. They feel they're not getting you know, really beat over the head about it. But you've also got information to talk with them at the end of the year about all these things. You just keep it in, in, in one big email thread that that person's keeping it. And it just, I don't know, it just worked out really, really well for me uh, at this company. And I try, you know, to tell everybody about that um, if, the, if they want to try it and it, it, maybe it'll, maybe it'll work for them. But Number one, uh, it helped me, you know, with evaluation and they thought it was fair. I just didn't spring them on it, you know, spring it on them at the end. And we got to talk the whole, the whole year round. So anyway, a little bit off of a tangent with a one-on-one -on -one trust thing, but, uh, thought it would help. Yeah. Well, trust is trust. You know, we, we, yeah. we need trust. Uh, yeah. So I, I would say that, you know, every journey has its bumps, right? You know, um, share a time when your when your trust was tested or perhaps misplaced, you know, and then how did you handle that situation? And then what did you learn from it? 
maybe we maybe we can piggyback piggyback on what I was saying before because I had um I was working at this one company and it was a little while ago uh and the departments were siloed so we had a VP that was in charge of development a VP that was in charge of testing VP for requirements VP for architecture right and all the way down yeah uh, and basically um. I was trusting and open and honest with my peers and some of them were, you know, more trusting than others, right? Uh, trusted than others, how things will go. But basically because the executives above us were at war, what happened was I trusted them with my information, but then they've got to say something and then they communicate that to their boss. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, my boss, because I trusted, you know, the director I was working with my peer, they communicated that up and my boss got hammered. Right. So <laughs> that's what I was saying before. That's what I was saying before. It has to go. It has to really work all the way up. Right. And then, I mean, we can, and now we can talk about the subjects that go along with that. Right. You know, how can we inspire trust? How can we re, you know, how can we try to re, re how can we try to rebuild that? Um, you know, uh, but you know, those are, and those are all different subjects, but, oh, another one that, so let's just do a flip side of that, though. Another one that pops into my mind, because this was many moons ago, and I was just a system programmer, uh, and it was a small company that I was working for, consulting for, and they maybe had 50 people. They were like a shipping company, and I had to do this consolidation algorithm, and I messed it up. And so they... And then I had other work to work on, but I couldn't get to it because I had to go back and I had to fix this consolidation algorithm. And my bosses who went in there and talked to the, the CEO, again, this was a small company, and they didn't want to admit that, hey, you know, we messed up on the consolidation algorithm. We have to fix it. And that's why. Right. And so I think they didn't know what to say and whether they wanted me to be the scapegoat or whatever, but they just called me into this meeting with the CEO and they sat me down. It, oh, cause he said, who's working on that. And they brought, then they brought me in and he said, well, okay, Phil, you know, why can't, you know, why, what's taking so long with this? Why can't you get to this? And I said, well, I, because I made a mistake on the shipping consolidation and I have to work on that. So, and, and because that's really important and I, that's why I can't get to this. He, I never expected in my entire life. He's, Stands up out of his chair and he goes, Hallelujah. <laughs> Finally, somebody's <laughs> telling me something, telling me the truth. Yeah. So obviously, he didn't trust my bosses. And, yeah. you know, and, and I, maybe I was, maybe they called me in to get thrown on the bus. Maybe, maybe they didn't, you know, maybe they didn't know how else to address it. But so there's a, there's, um, there's a time when it actually, came out because i now i have instant credibility with this with the ceo we right? can trust that instant. phil guy dr yeah. phil we can trust dr phil yeah <laughs> i was scared when i did it you know i kind of was like well but you know what am i gonna do uh, I, I i'm i'm which is you know we go off into another subject but m one of my big things is to be honest right so i have to i have to follow through with it so sometimes you know 
sometimes you know you get you get uh beat beat up for it and sometimes uh you know it's it's accolades but you know if you if everybody you know i think if everybody learns this right and and tries to, to be trustful it, that it can only you know make the organization great i feel yeah, yeah well yeah cuz what 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 i heard you just say is that um, by being honest and trustworthy, um, the outcome and what you're learning from that is that, hey, I, I gained some credibility with some very important people in the organization. So that's big. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Hey, so so let's talk about emerging leaders, right? They're still developing their leadership styles, you know, style. You know, um, what advice would you give about the role of trust in building and leading effective teams um and how can they start fostering a culture of trust from day one as you're yeah so probably some of the same things we've kind of been talking about but uh model like i said before for me it's model the behavior you want in your people right so i would say any any leader right manager uh for leadership model the behavior that you want in your people because they're watching you <laughs> they're definitely watching you and and the two things to keep in mind is character and competency and you have to make sure if you want to trust your team you have to make sure that they've got the competency to do it right and the skill set to do it and that's why i really like that matrix that i was talking about before so you know if you're looking into Leadership, your leadership, character, competency. Um, get to Are you know talking your people. About the, the, the competency matrix is what you were talking yes. about before. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I think. Yeah, you can use that as a tool, but but really, right? The team has to have competency. You can you can be the nicest person in the world, but how how can I, if I don't? Right? You're man. You're you're the nicest person, nicest doctor you know that I've ever met, but. You know, can you do an appendectomy? Because I'm not laying down on the table until until I have trust that you can do it. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so it's the same thing, right? So uh, and others that you know, things I was saying before, I really like to, you know, people I, I really like to genuinely, you know, get to know my people, um, you know, have a relationship with them. It just makes things so much better. Um, you know, lead from the heart. You have their best interests, uh, you know, in mind. And like we said before, as far as accountability and that kind of thing, don't ignore the evidence. That's another big thing that I like to list, right? Because that keeps us from getting to that complacency, which you were asking about before. Two of the last biggest things for me is number one, the communication, right? That feedback, that two-way feedback. Because in my in my little story, right, about my son's wedding, if we wouldn't have had that question that we felt that we could ask them, we would have gone on thinking one thing, right? And, and it would have been totally wrong because we made a perception on their behavior that was not their intent. So got to have that communication, that two-way two-way feedback is so so important i think and then the other thing is continuous learning educate yes. yourself 
educate yourself if you're a leader educate yourself how how many times do we educate people on technical things it's right well that's what i see all the time but this but this is so important right leadership and trust educate yourself on those things and you will you'll 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 read right you'll see things and you go oh how can i how can i experiment with that how can i implement that and then you know learn from doing and just keep learning and learning and learning so that's that would be my advice well those are like worthy advice so i mean if you're coaching someone i would certainly like to learn all those wonderful things from you yeah <laughs> so I just want to know, is there anything else that you would like to leave our audience with, you know, to help them, you know, think about trusting their teams or people to achieve the goals that they have set forth? I think my last message right there is just realize how important it is, right? We've talked about a lot of the details, but give the importance, give it Give it its due. Um, it can help you so much. Uh, and, you know, with your teams, with your organization, with your delivery, right? Your speed of delivery. If you're dealing with politics and, and you know, having to work through all these relationship issues while you're doing something, it's going gonna, it's gonna to slow you down. It's going to consume your time, right? So learn how to, you know, learn how to get, you know, learn how to get trust, um, learn how to inspire trust. And I, I think, you know, people just give it its give it its due. It's so, so important. I, I believe it's so important. I concur completely. Um, so, hey, thank you again for coming on the Knowledge Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Um, it, it was so much fun just having these conversations we have these rich conversations where we get on the phone or we text each other um i am i'm so grateful for the opportunity to get to know you and and to continue to know you and every time a hurricane or bad weather come up <laughs> oh hey phil did you get blown away <laughs> i have good weather in the background right now yeah there you yeah. go Perfect yeah we just weather. we just we just missed one but i i enjoy our time together also uh dr dave thank you uh for having me on and i hope that you know people can you know uh, learn you know learn from what we've just discussed today and maybe go out you know and look up some of the things we were referring to too because i know that's how i learned a lot is i just hear a buzzword right and then i i write it down and then i do research on what people were talking about uh so hopefully hopefully we've we've you know helped and shared uh today with people yeah, for sure. That's so, a float to my so boat. Much. Yeah, I want to float my boat too. <laughs> hey, so so thank you so much. And, um, you know, we will uh, continue to learn from each other. That's what I say. That Yeah, it sounds great to me. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me on, Doc. And as always, great to have a discussion with you on these things. For sure. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No, no share with Dr. Day.